Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! Bye bye! Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, and it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. unscrupulous and unexpected it's time for another summer of big brother hey everybody welcome to the big brother after show i'm your host sam thanks for joining me you know we do these sunday shows to kind of do a refresher on what's going on some of the spoilers some things that have happened of course we saw some some of the action tonight um but I gotta go ahead and tell you guys. I gotta go ahead and tell you. Last night, I did a high school reunion, and your old host here, your buddy Sam, your big brother brother, is a bit hungover at 11:30 p.m. Eastern time. That's pretty sad, isn't it? Go out, you party. Hey, listen. At least I wasn't the guy that woke up in the bushes at the post office. I mean, there's a guy who actually woke up at the post office in the bushes by the cops. And the cops actually brought him back to the party, believe it or not, which I think is kind of fantastic. Hey, listen, people at at high school reunions, I'm not going to tell you what year it was because it would be embarrassing. But people at high school reunions, you know, they don't come with their spouse. They drink a little bit. They get crazy. I mean, you've got attorneys that are twerking. You've got, uh, you know... You got doctors that are, you know, throwing up on themselves. It's pretty incredible stuff, you know. You don't think that these people would be those guys, but they are those guys like everybody else. But listen, people come without their spouses and things happen. Luckily me and my spouse graduated together, so I was able to uh get in the car and go. I was pretty inebriated though. And you, know, you get out of these after parties and, you know, with kids you don't ever really get out. So when these things happen and you've got a free night, you kinda go a little crazy, but uh Hey, it was it was a good time, but uh, your host is definitely not feeling 100%. But that might be a good thing. So if I mess up, we're going to have a good time. But if I mess up, you know what's going on. You know how it's happening. But uh, I want to thank everybody for joining us. You know, we're, we're really growing in numbers. We had a great year last year, and things are just getting better and better. And, and I want to thank everybody who's involved and everybody who put this together, asked me to do it, asked me to host it. I was very honored. 
um, and to and to uh, have all you guys tune in and listen to it. It's 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 awesome. Uh, of course, you know if you want to call in nine one seven eight eight nine seven zero eight four. Again, nine one seven eight eight nine seven zero eight four. I'm always joined with guests and, and friends and everything. Lines are wide open. You can always call. We've got a couple people on hold. Uh, as usual, Mr. California and Mr. Chicago join me. We talk about what's going on on the scene, and uh, we have a good time with it. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't say we're the best at it, but I'd say we are damn near close to the best at it. And uh, I don't think you find a better a better show on the Internet that does a Big Brother after show like we do here. And I'm not, hey, I don't mind to my own horn, as you already know, but I've heard the others. And if you like people that sound like they're on cell phones hosting a show, go for it. And that's not a shot at anybody. I'm just saying, you know, it's, there's a good quality that we have, I think. Anyway, that's not what's important. That doesn't matter. we got a big, big week. You know, we have been talking about this house dividing. And, you know, there are predictions that I make that absolutely hit the wall. I mean, it's like a plane going straight into a mountain nosedive and it crashes. And I feel guilty about a lot of those predictions. And they are predictions. They're not always true. You know, they're just the things that you kind of see. And from seasons and seasons of watching, we all kind of come together and, you know, as a conglomerate, we all just kind of say, hey, this is the way the show should go. This is the way we think it should go. And if it happens that way, we're really happy. And it looks like that's what's happening. You know, I told you guys week after week, uh, this house, every season has a season uh, that has a moment where we need a house flip. Every season has that moment where a house flip is absolutely Detrimental to the entertainment value of the season, and we haven't had that. I don't care what you tell me. Don't tell me if 15 it happened. Don't tell me 16. Oh, well, Judd came back in 15. Please, I don't want to hear that. If you want to send me a message and complain, that's fine. You know, hit me up on Twitter, BB After Show, or on our Facebook page, Big Brother After Show, um, and you can complain to me all you want to. But I, I'm sorry, the Judd come back and the Cole coming back in the house, and last year that didn't mean nothing. Nothing happened when that happened. Nothing changed when that happened. But right now what we have is exactly what we were talking about, that momentum shift in the house that takes away the power from one dominant side and gives it to the other side. And here we are, as we announced on Thursday night, as we were watching the live feeds, and we went late Thursday just to keep up with the live feeds so we could keep people up, uh, you know, updated on who was winning and who was falling out. Here is James winning this HOH. Now, this is no secret. Anybody on Twitter, Twitter and anybody following spoiler pages already knows this. So James wins this thing, and it completely flips. Now, a lot of people were really, really worried, would James stick with a, with a good nomination? Would he, would he be willing to get blood on his hands? Now, I'll say this about, about James. James, to me, is somebody who honestly doesn't care about blood on his hands. We've seen that, but I, I think before, you know, I was kind of giving him a hard time that he needed to wake up. And I think he has. I think, I think James was really flying in the dark for a long time. And I think now he's kind of obviously seen what's happened with Jason, and he sees what happened with Jeff. And he sees, and you know what I found very interesting at the beginning of the show, you know, I didn't think about this, but it was really a great point he made. When Shelly was trying to offer him a deal, he knew that they weren't in an alliance. And, you know, I was thinking, hot damn. You know, maybe if she hadn't have done that and kept her mouth shut, maybe he would have not put them up. But I think it was kind of like he already had his suspicions. He was already solid. Audrey had told him some things. Jason had told him some things. And he was already really leaning against Shelly and Clay. And then, boom, she offers them a deal. 
And, you know, he takes it. I think it was smart to take it. You know, does it set him up like she thinks it will? You know, we're talking about, you know, people playing with, with integrity and all that. I don't think so. I think so many in the House on his side that matter see that that this is a threat power couple. And I don't think that they mind seeing him lie in that way. Uh, Vanessa's done her own lying. You know, Shelly and Clay, I think they've done their their share of indirect misrepresentation. I think they've done their share of indirect lying uh, in a way where they've kind of gotten themselves clean and kind of slid under the radar despite the power. And at the same time, be able to kind of pull shenanigans that maybe the rest of the house is just now starting to catch on to. So, uh, you know, yeah, he lied. But you know what? I, I still go back to Vanessa lying to Jackie. There's, there's a time to lie and there's a time that you shouldn't. Jackie, making the, uh, Jackie and Vanessa making the deal a couple of weeks ago not to put each other up, I think was a legitimate deal, and I think it's a deal you should stick to. Only because it doesn't really hurt you. It only helps you. So sticking to a deal of, okay, we won't put each other up, blah, 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 blah. Even a deal with another person that's in power where you're going to keep them safe if you win HOH in the next couple of weeks. Those deals are solid deals, I believe. But a deal like that, when you're already kind of in the driver's seat, I mean, James didn't really show any signs of weakening. I, I think, you know, he had the shaky hands, but, you know, he's the smallest guy in the house. I mean, he's like, a, he's like a 10-year-old boy, and, you know, he's got the ability, he's got the size. And those kind of, uh, those kind of things really help out the smaller people. Um, and the guys who are real fit and muscular struggle with that. It's a real endurance situation. And, you know, those guys and those girls that are smaller seem to do really, really well with those endurance comps. And I think he knew he was locked in. He just didn't want to keep up there for another hour. Um, I think that Shelly would have fought a little longer. Um, but I think that, uh, as we saw at the beginning, this deal that Shelly made, you know, with Clay, and then she throws Johnny Mack in on it. And Johnny Mack said the same thing. He's like, why would you make a deal for me? You know, why would you make that deal for me? I mean, I'll take it, but... Why would you why would you set me up in such a great way? I mean, Shelly just made no sense. I mean, it was almost like she almost called out her alliance on the wall. And, you know, I think everybody in the house kind of took notice, and I think that made a lot of people not trust Johnny Mack very much. And Johnny Mack is one of those where nobody's really sure where he stands on this other side of the house. So Johnny Mack's, I think, got to work on something. Um so anyway, we, we know that James wins and uh, Shelly and Clay fall. I mean, Clay was going to fall anyway. This guy is an albatross. And I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to tell you at the end, but I'm going to tell you who I want to see go home and who I predict will go home. We'll do that towards the end. I'll ask the callers as well. Uh, but, you know, at this point, uh, you know, James is pretty much willing to get bloody. And I don't know that it's bloody when you're taking out people that the rest of the house really starting to deem uh, as a problem, and they're starting to kind of get too big for their own shoes. So we saw at the end of that episode, as we're watching things fall apart, you know, as we were talking about the last couple of weeks, been waiting for this moment. Everything's lined up really, really nicely for us as viewers because, um, you know, strategy-wise, taken out of it, just entertainment-wise, I feel like we haven't really thoroughly been enta- entertained in a couple of, couple of seasons. I, you know, 15 had its moments, but it really wasn't that great. Um, it was more awkwardness in 15. 16 had zero intense moments as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know, and this season has that moment where power shifts and the people that are untouchable are beginning to become touchable and they're up on the block. And that's a great 
great, great, great time for this for a season like this where we can actually have everything fall into place. The only thing that would be better, and I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, because I was going to wait to the end, but I'm going to tell you, because we're talking freely, we're friends. I honestly hope Clay goes home, because I have said it. The, I, I think Shelly is one of the is one of the best game players in the house. I think she could be a Janelle 2.0. I would like to see her play a little bit further. Okay, so to me, I honestly, for entertainment value strictly, would really, really, really like to see uh, Clay go home, because I think he's useless. I mean, I really, really do. Yeah, he won a POV. Congratulations. I just think he. I think I just think he's useless. I don't think he's going to offer anything. I don't think he's going to win HOH. I think he's just going to hang on Shelly for another couple of weeks, and she's going to take him to a Final Four. And so I think putting them both up together really helps out us as viewers. And I hope, I hope that Clay is the one they pick. I know people want Shelly to go home, but I'm going to tell you, uh, you know, strictly from entertainment, and you take your feelings out of it, and you just say, I want to be entertained. You know, and I go back to this thing with like, you know, with like Rachel. People, uh, there are people who can't stand Rachel. Rachel gets on my nerves. Now, I like, I like when she's in a season, but man, as I'm, as she's grating on my nerves. She's driving me crazy. Sorry, Brinch Army. And they, they do follow, so I apologize. But listen, she grinds my nerves. But you know what? You give me a season with somebody I love to hate, and I'm on board all night long. I will watch it just to see them lose. But it's not the fact that I that I hate them. It's the fact that I really dislike them, and I don't want them to win. So when they win, guess what I do? I get frustrated. I get mad. I read every spoiler I can find to try to see if the house is working their way against them. And you know what? I'm in my seat, you know, early, early on Sunday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and I want to see what happens with that person that I can't stand. To me, it's more about the people I don't like than it is about the people I do like most of the time. And if you really take your feelings out of it, well, leave your feelings into it, but if you take your emotions out of it, you really think, uh, I think you'll really feel the same way about it. I think you'll realize that the people that you hate draw you as much as the people that you love and sometimes in a, higher, in a, in a better manner. So I think that if Shelly can stay, and I hope she does, that Shelly just becomes a scorned bat out of hell. And, I mean, I want to see her go to war with the house. And, you know, people, well, she'll sweep. No, she won't sweep because every other week she can't win that HOA. She's going to be put up again. But I'm going to I'm be honest with you, I'm going to be cheering for her to win a couple of POVs. I want to see her get into, you know, a final six or a final five. I think it makes the season way better. And I think one of the things that we have to talk about is this alliance that James has with Meg has to end. I mean, yes, keep her as a vote, but my God, man, what the hell? Quit listening to her. She's not a player. She doesn't know what she's talking about. She's talking about we, we, we. And I'd look at her and I'd say, we, you must have a mouse in your pocket because there ain't no we. I mean, we're in an alliance, but would I, would I gain a, your gain? But at the same time, I guess, you know, you have to play that game. But I hope, I hope he doesn't take what Meg says seriously. Although Meg's coming correct. I mean, she's saying things correctly, and she's saying this is the threats and blah, blah, blah. Well, it doesn't take a rocket science to see that at this point in the season. So I give Meg credit, but not a ton. But Meg is not somebody who's going to help you on those weeks that you can't win HOH. She's not going to help you on those weeks you've got to win POV. She's not going to help you when it matters because she has no capabilities. Now, listen, there are times when, you know, people – 
win things just because the law average of numbers, okay? You go in with a 1 in 16 chance to win, you know, a given contest on the show, and every time you play when you have 16 people in the house, you got a 1 in 16 chance. Those aren't great odds. Well, when you get into 1 in 10, and you get to 10% up from, you know, 4%, and when you get into 15% and you're getting into 20%, you get a final four, 25%. Those are great odds, and Vanessa will tell you, I'll take those odds all day as I get a little slimmer and my chances get better. And that's what's going to happen. If Meg stays in the house, she might win something just because it's the numbers game, okay? And so, yeah, you've got that going. But I, I really think she's a vote. You know, I think she's, uh, she's you know, a little bit higher up on the, on the plank than Victoria, but I really wouldn't give her a ton of credit. And at the end of the day, I don't know that she values, uh, you know, she's a value. If I'm looking at an alliance, and I am James right now, and I'm looking for value, I'm probably going to find it in Jackie, which he has. But I'm also probably going to bridge that gap with Johnny Mac. And I'm going to reach out to Johnny Mac because I know he is a comp player. I know he's a comp winner. I know that he's a POV winner. I know he can win an HOH. If you can win a POV, you can win an HOH. And I look at Johnny Mac at this point, and I tell Johnny Mac, let's strike a deal, me and you. Because James obviously is a player. Uh, You know, I gave him a little bit of grief because I did think, and I do believe, that he checked out for a little bit. And, you know, there's a lot of, well, everything's fine and I'm safe. And I think he was a little naive by that. Uh, I think there were moments that James was very, very naive. And I, But, again, you know, going into the current situation, I do think that he's caught up and he's current. Now, some of you may not know, some of you may know, and you can turn off the radio now. James wins POV. We don't know if he's going to use it. I seriously doubt it. You know, Shelly and Claire are going to make their moves to talk to him. They have not talked to him yet, but they're going to make their moves. But with the POV and the HOH, it's a great time in that power situation to go and talk to Johnny Mac and say, listen, I've got a problem here. I've got one other player on my side. Because Becky's kind of out there. I mean, we saw Becky go and talk to Shelly and Clay today. I don't think James is – I mean, I think he, he's he's with her, but – at the same time, I'm not sure he's 100%. I think they're the same way with Steve. It's just not 100%. Uh, Johnny Mac's that guy I think you can go to and say, give me a final two. I think you go to Jackie and say, give me a final three. And I think you go to Becky and you say, give me a final four. And I think that's what you do. On the other end, I think you go to Vanessa and you make a deal as well. Because, as we said, the house is beginning to split. Vanessa and Shelley, how great was that? How great was that at the end of this episode? How fire was that at the end of this episode where Shelly completely throws Vanessa under the bus? What I've got in my notes is Vanessa kind of took the first shot. Uh, Vanessa, you know, well, you know what? Actually, you know, I would say Shelly and Clay kind of threw the first shot at Austin and Liz to break this thing up. But then, you know, Vanessa goes in and talks to James and and throws Shelly under the bus a little bit, takes her first shot at at Shelly. Shelly returns the favor at the end of the episode, and that's beautiful, without knowing that the other one has done what they've done. You know, I mean, it just came right out. So, in a way, Vanessa kind of has the ability to kind of put her hands up and go, wait a minute, wait a minute, you threw me under the bus in front of everybody. Call her out in front of the house. We don't know if that's going to happen. But I have an opportunity to maybe call her out in the front of the house before the HOH comp and maybe have, a, you know, a Duke moment where they're going to Duke it out, and it's going to be awesome. Uh, not saying that it will happen, but if it does, it will be awesome. But Vanessa now 
now that be, now stay with me. Vanessa now becomes either a loner or very valuable. And this is where I think James needs to talk to Vanessa. And you say, look, this, this is what we need to do. But let's remember, the house is really, really shrinking, and we're going to probably get a double eviction. It might be next week, which means that we lose two people from this. Now, we're already down to what, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, uh, twelve people? Is that right? Four, 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 six, four, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yep, we're down to twelve people. Uh, so, you know, that numbers are, are starting to get slim, and the house is going to reassociate. I think one's going to be Vanessa, one's going to be Shelly's side, if Shelly stays. My prediction, I knew I said I'd save it to the end of the show, but I don't want to do a long show tonight. My prediction is that Shelly stays. I think she's got too many people that need her as a shield. I think Austin needs her, Liz needs her, Julia needs her. Uh, Vanessa's probably going to sell her down the river, but Vanessa may say, I've got to keep her in here to keep people off of me. If that happens, I think it's a landslide. Clay goes home, um, and I really, really feel feel really good about that. I could be wrong, but I really feel good about Clay going home. I just think Shelly is somebody that people are going to want to work with. You know, she's kind of going to be that hurt that hurt pet that you take in. You know that she's damaged goods right now, but if you can just keep her safe and you can just keep her to the next HOH where she can compete, you've got a very good shot that you're going to get somebody on your side to win HOH. I think that Shelly's kind of kept. I think Vanessa kind of divides. And the interesting divide here is going to be Liz, Julia, and Austin. As we see, we see this romance thing that's just fluttering out. But Austin, poor guy. Man, you know what? My old man always told me, don't leave a girl unless you have another. Don't leave a job unless you have another. And boy, is that the truth. You're leaving one girl, man, that you're with that's probably going to throw your stuff out on the lawn and, and throw gasoline on it to a match. And you're messing with a girl that really doesn't care. I mean, I can you think of anybody that you're going to feel more sorry for come finale night? I mean, you know, everything he's going to see, or if he goes home, I mean, you know, by the time he gets to finale night, it's going to be devastating, unless he makes it a jury, which looks like a good possibility. He may not know anything until he gets home. Of course, I don't know whose TV he's going to watch it on because the girlfriend's going to throw all his crap out. So Austin's got a rough couple of weeks ahead beyond the house, I believe. But let's go back to the point. Julie, uh, Julia, Liz, and Austin have that thing. Now, I told you guys, I thought Julia was the smart one. I thought Julia was the one that was a little bit more uppity. I think she was a little bit more of a leader of the two. I think she tells Liz kind of where to come and go, and Liz kind of whines and does it. And I think Austin being in love with Liz is an obstacle in front of Julia to get Liz completely on her side. Now, tonight we saw it, and we have seen it a little bit, where – you know, Liz defends Austin, and I don't know that she's meaning to do it, but she's defending Austin a lot to Julia, and I think that's going to rub Julia really wrong. I think she's going to really start saying, you know what, listen, I'm in this with you, not him. You need to wake up and you need to refocus. You don't like him, but I understand y'all have worked together for a long time, and I understand you want to trust him, and you do, but I need you to wake up and I need you to see what's going on. And I, and I think, of course, Liz is going to follow what Julia does. So Julia... But that leaves a really, really, really interesting situation in this house. We know that Steve's dedicated to Vanessa. I know where Steve's loyalties are. I think they're with Vanessa. Becky, I think, would side with Shelly. Um, Meg's going to go with James, you know. I think it's going to kind of it's going to really shift. And I think Johnny Mac's going to be that guy that James really, really, really needs to make a deal with. Because if James can get Johnny Mac, 
Jackie, and okay, Meg is a boat. We get it. But if he can get three good competitors, which Jackie has won two HOHs, okay, I give her credit. You know, she slept for a long time, but she woke up when Jeff left. So you got three competitors there that you can align with. And I think this may end up being almost a three-way, four-person alliance, to be honest with you. It's kind of weird. But I think eventually they'll blend into two and they'll go after each other. But, again, you know, I keep saying it. James, make your deal with Johnny Mac. Make it a solid final two. Make your final three with Jackie and make a final four with Vanessa. And split the house. Uh, Steve's not going to help you in comps. I mean, you know, we always say that. They sometimes do win, so don't hold me to it. But, like I said, as numbers dwindle, you know, people have more opportunities. But Becky could very well win another HOH. But, like I said, I think Becky's going to play both sides, and I'm not sure that James trusts her at all. Um, I know there's I know there's a lot of flirting going on. How about, you know, and I want to bring this up. How about, did anybody see that, that Clay and Megan are starting, uh, Clay and Meg have a little flirtation going Clay's moving on to the next thing, you know. Shelly's the old model. He's moving on to the to the newest one, you know. But, by God, I don't think that's going to help him any. I think maybe he's working her. But, hey, look, he's telling everybody to vote to, vote to keep Shelly and not him. And uh, I think that also is going to hurt him because the people in the house don't want to keep somebody around who doesn't want to play. Uh, some won't. Some will. I look at that as an advantage for me. You tell me to vote for somebody, guess what? I'm keeping you. You tell me don't vote for me or don't vote to keep me. You vote to keep so-and-so, guess what? I'm doing exactly reverse of what you tell me because I want somebody who doesn't give a damn in that house. I want somebody who's not going to fight. I want somebody who's going to be weak. And I know that's bad for entertainment purposes for us. As a player, you're damn right I want somebody in there that I know I can either control or either get out with Will and they're not going to fight very hard. And that's Clay. If Shelly goes, Clay's not going to fight very hard. I just got a feeling. So... I think that James needs to make that, that deal with uh, Johnny Mac and make that happen and uh, sail through. But, I, again, I think it leaves this Austin, Liz, and Julia situation very, very fruitful, depending on which way it goes. Julia's not going to trust Austin. Once she's been burned, I just don't see her going back to it. I think she's, uh, I think she's just going to kind of try to get rid of Austin or use Austin or get Liz to use Austin. But she's really got to pull Liz out of that. And I think they're going to have to pick a side. And I'll be honest with you, I think their side's going to be Vanessa. So, like I said, we could easily see a four-person alliance go three ways. And you're probably going to see them intermingle and cross. But like I said with that Dark Moon Alliance, it's, it's, it's bogus and it's crap. <clears throat> All right, listen, folks, i got to get to some calls. If you want to call in you want to talk, give me a call, 917-889-7084. Uh, you know you get on, we're going to talk to you, you ask your question or fire off, do whatever you want to. You saw it on Thursday night. We had a lot of action, had calls coming in. Uh, so call, you know, give us a shot. If you don't like it, it's only one time, man. You don't even have to listen to yourself again. You're already on the live show. So, I mean, what do you care about hearing yourself again? So call in, send me a message, do whatever you need to do. It's a lot of fun. I promise you, uh, you will have a great time. But anyway... Uh, before we do that, got to go to commercial. And then when I come back, we're going to go to the calls. I believe this is my uh, – I know it's Sunday. I usually give them Sunday off, but I believe Mr. California and Ms. Chicago are on the phone, which is fantastic because I know they've got some. Let me tell you something. I give them Sundays off. I tell them, you know what? You do enough for me. You come on. You're, you're great commentators. You kind of break it down for me. People love hearing from you guys. Take Sundays off. Just want to do a quick breakdown. But you know as well as I do, if these two are on the line – 
they got something to say about what's been going on. So you want to stay tuned because I'm excited to hear what they have to say. Hey, folks, stay tuned. It's the Big Brother After Show with Sam. It's going to get good. Hang on. Where's Jill? She's really lonely and out walking the cornfield again. Do you think they will ever find us true love? Not hanging out with us all day. We used to be lonely. Until we met on Farmers Only. FarmersOnly.com is the new online dating site for farmers, ranchers, and good old country folks. You don't have to be lonely at FarmersOnly.com. Many folks just don't get it. I had a fun of me but i love that song i think it's a great song uh it makes me jam i was at the gap the other day they were playing it it was uh, i love it i love it i had to go to the gap find some reunion clothes that's awful let me tell you <sighs> find dress shirts and dress pants for guys but yeah they just do not have good they just do not have decent patterns for shirts they just i mean the you know it's you women get it made when it comes to fashion you know we get the button-up shirts that have some kind of Either funky design that doesn't go with any pair of pants or just a straight color design. Uh, you know, we just don't have a lot of choices. So you, you ladies actually get lucky. Black or brown shoes. Which shoe would you like? Black or brown. That's pretty much it. You guys get the straps and things that show your toes and, you know, Mary Janes or whatever. I mean, God bless you. Y'all have – but, I mean, that's good because, you know what, despite the fact that I had to go into, you know, all these stores and shop for clothes for this reunion – I spent about two hours in each store trying to find a shirt that would make me happy. So there you go. Okay, anyway, hey, listen, like I said, we got to get this thing fired up. I believe that we have Mr. California on the phone. Let me double check. You know, I only go by area codes, and area codes I have memorized. So I believe I've got Mr. California, but I'm not sure. Mr. California, are you on the line, or is this somebody else calling from California? I wish they all could be California girls. <laughs> <laughs> it is Mr. California. Mr. California, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing okay. I want to actually tell you something really funny that happened to me tonight. What happened to you? Okay, tonight I was going to do my traditional 100 swimming laps in the pool. And yeah. the, the pool was closed. And the sign was was in capital and it was said closed until further notice but until was spelled wasn't spelled correctly. It was spelled U N T I L L and I was like, until is not even a word <laughs> <laughs> Oh 
<laughs> well, yeah, either way, you didn't get your laps in, man. I'm sorry to hear that. But listen, what do you think about this change of power with James? You know, we were talking last week about the house dividing and everything like that. And then you get James and HOH. I know you're excited about that. But, you know, what do you think? Do you think that Clay's going home, or do you think it's going to be Shelly? Jeez. Uh, I phone a friend? Nah. Hey, you got a friend. You phoning him. You got to tell me. <laughs> you already phoned a friend. I'm right here. Um, yeah, I think. Oh, man. If I, you know what? To be honest, if I were James, I would have put Vanessa up, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think, uh, yeah, but you know, Vanessa's kind of getting away with murder right now because so many people are so mad at Shelly and Clay that, you know, yeah, really they're kind of they're kind of taking all the heat. Vanessa's getting away scot-free. Jeez, but I think if if they're going by physical threat, maybe Clay, if they're going by, I don't know, they might get rid of Clay. I, I just think I think Shelly's going to have enough to save people. I think she's going to do well enough to save, uh, to, to get people on her side. I think she's going to have mm-hmm. to bite off Clay's head, and she's going to have to basically let him go. You remember, have you ever seen Titanic, Mr. California? I own it on DVD. I own all the films okay. that won Best Picture of the Year. So, yeah. Okay. So, okay. We got that situation in Titanic with Rose and Jack. They're in the water, and Rose is on that huge board that they both could fit on, but we're not going to go into that. And she just lets him go into the icy cold water. I think Shelly needs to be Rose, and she needs to let Clay go into that icy cold water, and she needs to play like a bat out of hell. And I think that a lot of people in that house are going to see her as someone they can either use to protect themselves because she's a bigger threat, or either they can align themselves with her because she can win comps. Do you think that could be the thought of some of the people in the house, or do you think do you think Shelly's a done deal? Well, first of all, where's Celine Dion singing My Heart Will Go On? <laughs> <laughs> it might happen on Thursday night because somebody's going on. I know that. But but what do you I mean what do you think I mean you 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 see uh, you see some of the people in the house maybe a majority of the house maybe keeping Shelly because she's the bigger threat. They'd be dumb to do that. If they, yeah, you know, if they kept Shelly because she's a bigger threat, that'd be dumb. Yeah, I mean it, 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 it's dumb from a strategy point of view. I agree. Although sometimes I think. You know, we're still talking about 12 people in the house. I still think um, I still think we have an opportunity for things to really get good. And, our, and as a viewer, I want to see Shelly stay because uh, despite whatever my feelings are, I want to be entertained. And I think Shelly being – if you take Clay from Shelly, I could totally see Shelly getting pumped up, fired up, pissed off, and coming in that house with a rage. And that's kind of what I want to see. You know what I mean? Hey, can I tell you something, Sam? Fire away. I'm kind of having to rip my hair out by the roots moment because I still can't believe that Jackie Meg made it further than Jason. I know it. I know it. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I, Meg, Meg drives me crazy. I mean, she's in there with James, breaking it down with James, trying to – and I'm thinking, what, what, what are you doing to contribute to the possibility of this going any further? <laughs> 
Because if I'm James, I'm telling you, like I said, and I know you're on the line listening, I, I, I don't know. I'm going to get your opinion. I think that if I am James, I'm going to Johnny Mac to make a solid two, final two deal. I mean, that is somebody that can help me in the weeks that I don't have the opportunity to play for HOH. Do you think that's a smart move for James? Yes, I agree with you. Yeah. I, I just think that he's got to make a deal with somebody. Now, I think Jackie can play. I think Jackie's physically fit. You know, I think she can do some good. She might be able to be a POV winner. And as we were talking about, you know, this this number of uh, this large number of averages that go on as the numbers in the house get smaller, the opportunity for people who don't really compete well to win more things. And I think that Jackie has an opportunity to kind of pick up her game and start winning at this point here and there, which will help James keep him safe. But I think he needs one more solid person. And he keeps telling Meg, if you're, if you're watching the spoiler, I know you don't watch a lot of live feeds, but if, if you listen to some of the spoilers, he's telling Meg, well, this next competition I think you can win. I think you can win it. He's a fool if he thinks that Meg's going to win a competition right now. I mean, not with Austin and Liz and Julia trying to stay safe and Vanessa being able to play next week. If she doesn't go home, and God forbid if Shelly stays, he's got to get a more secure group around him. This stuff with Meg and this Jackie thing's okay, but it's not a very strong alliance at this point. He needs to he needs to pull in Johnny Mac or he needs to pull in somebody a little stronger and might be the perfect time to do a final four deal with him, uh, you know, Jackie, Vanessa, and Johnny Mac might be a great final four for them. I mean, that'd be a really strong final four, especially if Shelly stays in the house, because Vanessa and Shelly, I think, are done. I agree with you. And, but you know what? I just hope Jackie doesn't think there's a pit stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or a, uh, what is it, a detour or whatever they do on Amazing Race? <laughs> yeah, I give her credit. You know, I I was really down on her. I know we were both kind of down on her at the beginning because she just seemed like she wasn't there. But, hey, like, you know, like we were talking about last week, when these other showmance people go home, the person who stays gets stronger. I think when Jeff went home, the safety was gone, and Jackie had to play hard. And she has, and she's woken up to a lot of things that have been going on. She's ready to kind of play her game now. She's ready to get a little vengeance. Is she great in in comps? Not always, but she's got her mind in the right place as far as who she wants to take out. Now let me ask you this. What do you think is going to happen with Austin, Julia, and Liz? Do you think that they – let's say that Shelly stays in the house just for interesting talk. Do you think they side with uh, with Shelly? Do you think they side with Vanessa? Or do you think they kind of break out on their own? Or do they even keep Austin around? I mean, are they tired? Is Julia going to get rid of Austin? <laughs> well, let's just hope that Austin doesn't mistake Julia for Liz. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Because somebody's going to do it. Somebody's going to talk to Liz thinking it's Julia. I guarantee you. Somebody's going to talk to one of them thinking it's the other one and tell them something they don't want to know. You know, it's just, I mean, I definitely could see that happening in the house. But do you think that Austin, do you think Austin, Julia, and Liz can be a solid three, or do you think Julia is just not going to let that happen? Well, it depends on, if I can think back, how Julia took Austin, I mean, as being pretending to be Liz, like how she took him, like if she saw that he was, someone who can be strategic or someone that it would be a good alliance person? 
Well, you know, the times that I've seen them talk about Austin, it was always, you know, uh, positive before, you know, it came out. And it was interesting. I don't know if you've seen tonight's episode yet, but it was interesting because there was a conversation that went on where Julia confronts uh, Austin about the things that he said about, oh, well, Liz has a twin named Julia, where he was telling Jason all these things, which got him in trouble. And Julia's sitting there saying, well, you know, I don't trust you because basically you told Jason my name, and you told Jason that Liz had a twin, and you put a target on my back, and you were telling him that you want to send me home. And he says, oh, well, that was, you know, that was to keep you guys safe. And Liz backs up Austin 100%. And I was just like, you know, wait a minute. If you're having these conversations about Julia, how come nobody's telling Julia? You know, why would you have a twin come in the house that you're telling people certain things about and not make her aware of it so that when she comes in the house, she can play like she's Liz or she can play that game. I just think that, you know, Liz is really backing up Austin a lot lately, and she's doing it against Julia, and I think Julia's going to be fed up with it. I think Julia's going to say, you know what, I'm, I, you got to pick a side. It's either me or Austin. And if she picks I mean, Austin, I, I bet you Julia's going to go up against her twin. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I think, you know, at this point, Austin's going to go home, I think, before the Twins do. He may even go up on the block with Liz. But at this point, I'm really, really, that's the one group, I know everybody's going to fracture out. At this point, it's kind of like all alliances are are removed, all alliances are redone, except for James's. Everybody's kind of reconvening and resettling into new situations, and the one that I can't figure out is, the, is you know, Liz and Austin and, and Julia. I just don't know where they lie. I don't think that they even trust each other. I mean, Austin is now not going to trust Julia, and Liz and Austin are still going to trust each other, but Liz doesn't trust Austin. Austin doesn't trust Liz. I don't see how this alliance can keep going, but I also don't see how it can break apart. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see what happens in the next couple of weeks. I kind of think that I kind of think that Julia tried to set up Austin to go home because she's going to think that Austin's in the way of her working with Liz and really her and Liz are stronger together than they are separated. So it's a it's probably a smart move on Julia's part to get rid of Austin, especially if she wins an HOH. Yeah, I agree. With you. Well, I mean, what do you think let, let me ask you as far as I let you go. What's your prediction for next week? What do you think is going to happen? Okay, we've, we we see Shelly and Claire on the block. Tell me what you think is going to happen next week. Do you think there's a rebound by Vanessa or Shelly? Are we going to see somebody like Becky win an HOH or maybe even Meg? I mean, where do you feel like this season is going to go for next week? Oh, jeez. Man, if I was a fortune teller, man, I would, I would say I have no idea. I, you know what? I think Vanessa's going to win the next HOH. I really do. There's oh, something about oh. her. There's something about her when she's determined. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she's determined, I think that she she'll win. I think that she knows how to win. I just think that it's a smart time, and that's why I say it's a smart time for James to go and make that Final Four. If I'm him, I make that Final Four with Vanessa and Johnny Mac, me and, and Jackie, and of course. I'll tell Meg whatever she wants to hear. I think he's too dumb, and I think he's going to include Meg in anything he does. But 
you know, I think that there's going to be a little bit of a deal made, or hopefully a deal made, but I think Vanessa's going to win, and that's going to be interesting because I feel like Vanessa at this point is kind of just floating with Steve. And Steve, as much as I like Steve and the way he's doing his game, he's not going to provide any help for her. He's not going to provide her any protection. And he's not going to win anything to keep nominations the same. He's not going to do anything to help Vanessa. Vanessa, I think at this point, will be operating on her own. But I think Vanessa has a great chance to win the next HOA. What's that? Who the hell is Steve? <laughs> that's exactly the great point. That's a, that's a great point. That's exactly what I'm saying. You know, I like Steve's social game, but who is Steve? And uh, he's not really showing a lot. He's just kind of there, and I think him and Vanessa are close. But, you know, when Vanessa's not HOH, Steve could be in a lot of trouble because a lot of people are getting starting to get down in thin numbers. And if this alliance stuff starts breaking up the way I think it will, Steve could be very well somebody that's going to be on the block in the next week or two, so he needs to be really, really careful, especially if we get a double eviction. I could definitely see Steve going up on the double eviction if somebody wins it. But, Mr. California, I appreciate your time, man. I appreciate you calling in. Hey, hey Sam. Yes. By the way, I'm uh, all up for that having my own intro like Miss Chicago. You know, I'm, I'm actually, I'll tell you what, buddy. I was, like I said, I had this class reunion thing coming up I had to organize. And it's actually on the top of my priority list. I can promise you this. I will have you one by Thursday, money. I will have you uh-huh. one by Thursday, my friend. So don't even die. Okay. I'm going to go looking through. I'm going to find something that's perfect for you, pal. And I'm going to put it on here, and you're going to get your own intro on Thursday. All right. Uh, all right, my friend. We will talk to you Thursday night. Sure thing. All right, Mr. California. Everybody, Mr. California, he always delivers. It's a good time when we call when he calls. If you want to call, there's still a little bit of time left on the clock. 917-889-7084. We'll get you on. We'll talk to you. Give me your opinions. You know, somebody called last week. They got on. They had a good time. I promise you that. Um, you know, as we're talking about a lot of things, I, I really do think this um, Austin and Liz and Julia thing is, is really confusing. The more and more I look at it. More and more I think about it, I'm really confused on what's going to end up happening there. I couldn't tell you. I, I, I Austin's just a hard guy to trust. I mean, I, I, I have told you guys he's 50% crap game. He's 50% brilliant game. There are moments he does things that just I'm like, okay, great job. And then half the time I can't figure out where this guy's coming from. A lot of times with these votes, I'm not – too against somebody throwing votes in the uh, in the in the voting room uh, in the DR, but I think he just did it a little too much. He created a little bit too much frantic, and he told Liz too much. Liz tells Julia, Julia's going to tell the other guys in the alliance because she doesn't like Austin. If Austin's going to survive this, he's got to mend that bridge with Julia, and he's got to prove himself. And I mean, the only way I'm telling you right now, the only way that Austin's going to mend this bridge is if Austin gets off his ass and wins an HOH. Austin can literally, of everybody in the house, with the exception of who survives this this eviction, okay, I honestly, if Shelly goes home and Clay stays, nobody's going to look at Clay twice. So only if Shelly really wins. But there's not a more important HOH than for Austin to win one because Austin's got to win favor back in the house. He's got to win over people that were formerly in his alliance. He's got to win over people uh, that feel like he's kind of backstabbed them. Him and Vanessa, I know Vanessa's been loyal to him, but he's really got to win favor back with Vanessa as well. You know, he's been busted a couple of times lying to her. 
And uh, there's a point. There's a point where you have to show your value when you're in that mess. And Austin is really, really going to have to show it. Um, so, and I think also if Austin wins, it's going to bring Julia back to him because she's going to go where the power is, okay? And he's probably going to get some promises from them. Him and Liz, you know, he's believing they're in love. They, he believes they're crazy in love, and Liz is playing it up. But I gotta be, I gotta be honest with you guys. I think that there is a part of Liz that really does like Austin. I think she says what she says to everybody else because she's scared they're gonna judge her. I won't say that she's in love with him, but I definitely think that she feels protected, and she does love his companionship, and he does. She does love that there's somebody there that, no matter what, you know, will be there for her, and that's huge in this game. That's a very rare. You know, Shelly's got that with Clay, and it's it's really, really something that I think a lot of people look for in this game. And they have a bond, and I'm not so sure that Liz is really willing to let go of Austin, and I'm not sure she's willing to turn on him for her sister yet. I think she kind of feels like maybe her sister will stick around regardless, and she probably will. They're twins. They're going to follow each other down that path. Uh, but it's going to be one of those things where I really, really can't figure out Julia, Austin, and Liz. If you guys got any opinions on that, send them to me. Uh, I'd love to kind of see what you guys think about all that. Uh, when we come back, i got to take a commercial break. I thought we were going to have two calls, and unfortunately, Miss Chicago couldn't join us. She's got a personal call she had to take. So when she was on, I lost her. said, hey, what are you doing? Why'd you leave? She said, i got a personal call i got to take. Hey, that's how it goes around here, folks. We're live. I'm not kidding you. We don't. We don't do any kind of scripted stuff here. We're live wire off the rip. So that's what happens. So let me go to a commercial. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, this integrity issue that Clay has and whether or not the game can really be played with integrity. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then I'm going to have you, I'm going to have myself, I'm going to have you myself, give you my predictions for the upcoming week, uh, what I think is going to happen. You already kind of know because I've already kind of given that away. But I'll officially kind of say what I want to say. And uh, we'll be back. Hey, folks, Big Brother After Show, you're almost done, I swear. I'm going to let you go very, very soon. Hang in there. If you get in an accident, your car or truck got hit. If you get in an accident, your car or truck got hit. Just do it, do it. Do it, do it, call us now. Don't be lame. Call us now for one one pain. Right now, don't be lame. One eight hundred for one one pain. My neck, my back, my car just got smacked. My neck, my back, my windshield just got cracked. Call from home, hospital, or accident scene. Remember, after nine one one, call four one one. One eight hundred for one one pain. One eight hundred for one one. My windshield just got cracked. 1-800-411-PAIN is a lawyer referral service and non-attorney spokesperson. It may not mean nothing in job, but understand nothing was done for me. So I don't plan on stopping at all. I want this shit forever, mine, never mind, never mind. Shutting shit down in the mall. And telling that girl she the one for me. And I ain't even planning to call. Never mind. 
last name ever, first name greatest, like a sprained ankle, boy, ain't nothing to play with, started off local, but thanks to all the haters, I know G4 pilots on a first name basis, in your city faded off the ground, Nino, she insists she got more class, we know, swimming in the money, come and find me, Nemo, if I was at the club, you know I balled, Chemo, dropped a mixtape, that shit sounded like an album, who'd have thought a countrywide tour be the outcome, labels want my name beside an act like Malcolm, everybody got a deal, I did it without one, yeah, nigga, I'm about my... Alright, we're back, hey, who doesn't love that Drake song, that Drake song gets me pumped up, hey listen, 411pain.com, if you guys... Have an auto accident can change your life dramatically within seconds and leave you injured and confused. If that's you, let's hope it's not. But if it is you, give 1-800-411-PAIN a call. 411-PAIN.com. Get somebody to help you out, get you some money. You know, hey, they can't guarantee that you can – everybody can have $350,000 in their accident, but they're going to get the most for you at an interesting – probably at a very interesting percentage rate. You didn't hear that from me. They would get very mad. But, hey, it's true. You're going to pay a percentage. That's going to be high. Uh, but we love them. <laughs> regardless, I probably just got them pulled. Uh, regardless, uh, 411pain.com. Give them a call, uh, 1-800-411-PAIN. If you've been in an accident and you need help and you you need to get paid, there they got to call. With a song like that, with a, with a commercial jingle like that, how can you not guarantee to get somebody paid? Give me a call, folks, if you need them. Uh, thanks for coming back. We're going to be very short here, and I just want to talk a little bit about the integrity of the game. You know, it's funny, all over Twitter, all over Facebook, people are laughing about Clay talking about talk, playing with integrity. You know, nobody plays like we do, you know. And it's funny the delusions that go on in this game of how many people really think that they've treated everyone fair and they don't have any blood on their hands and how it's unfair that they're being cornered, you know. Uh, you know, we've seen it from Rachel, we've seen it from Jeff, we've seen it from so many players over time where they get some, you know, they get that moment of, you know, uh, morality. But it only seems to happen when they go on the block, you know. It only seems to happen when they're in trouble and when they're um, in power uh, is not is not in effect anymore do they begin to feel like that they were playing the game completely ethical and how, how, God forbid, anybody else put them up and do this to them. It's just not fair. And the truth of the matter is that this is not an integrity game. Uh, a lot of people, there's two things that I, that I do want to say. Uh, a lot of people for a very long time, and I argued this on Facebook, and if you want to go on uh, Big Brother Reality TV Chat and um, um, Addicted to Big Brother, Big Brother Official Fans, all that stuff, if you go on those pages, you will see me argue with people left and right. These people get on here, and they cry, and they say, oh, you know, Vanessa's worth millions of dollars. She shouldn't be playing. They should kick her out. How could CBS let a millionaire play? Well, the same CBS that let a doctor play, and he became one of the best players to ever, to ever play the game. Yeah. Let's get off this tip that we think Big Brother's a charity. I can assure you it is not a charity. This is a game of lying, cheating, and stealing. And if you don't believe me, go back a couple of seasons. And if you're not entertained, then this is not the show for you. I'm telling you, lying, cheating, and stealing is the Big Brother game. Sure, you haven't seen it in a while because, honestly, 
I think a lot of people have played, and I give Derek some credit. I know a lot of people don't like that I'm not a big Derek fan. I, I am a fan of Derek, but I just don't give him that top five, you know, top three winner spot like people do all the time. But it's just one of those things where I just don't think a lot of people realize that this game is truly a manipulative game. It's like people being upset with bullying. Oh, they shouldn't believe, they shouldn't allow bullying on the show. They shouldn't allow this. Bullying is a tactic. It's been used by Amanda. It's been used by Evil Dick. Uh, it's been used by people over and over. Janelle had a bully moment where she was bullying people and threatening, and she's considered one of the greatest to ever play. Uh, Mike Boogie has made some threatening things in Season 7 and All-Stars that helped him, really helped him save Will. Um, so it's one of those things where bullying is a part of this game, and you have to let that go. There is no integrity in this game. It's not supposed to be about integrity. We're talking about people that are put into a house as an experiment to see what they will do to win $500,000. Now, yes, some people play with integrity, and they go home very early. Some people, you know, like Jordan, win a season because they're just good people and they don't want to give it to the other person because they just don't like that other person. But in reality, this is not a game of integrity. It's not a game about honesty. It's not a game even about alliances, believe it or not. This is a game, you know, listen, the Brigade was a great alliance in Season 12. I've said it before, I think Season 12 casting was great. Not the greatest in strategy. But my point being is that not all the Brigade members split $500,000. In fact, you can't even split the money with people. You can't guarantee to split the money with people. And there's, it's done for a reason, guys. Big Brother doesn't reward an alliance. They don't reward a group of people. They reward one player. And I have always said, you know, people go in and be true to themselves, and that's fantastic. Be true to yourself. But it will be a very, very small chance in hell that you'll win Big Brother being who you are, unless you're just a scoundrel. Now, if you're a natural Boston Rob type, uh, a Will type, uh, you know, a Dan type, and that's you, then go for it. But I think that Dan, Will, Boston Rob, all these people that play these types of characters would agree with me. It is a role that you play. It is a situation where you get into this house and you put the mask on, like, like hey, just like Dr. Will says in the intro, you, you put the mask on and you be who you are and you're cold deep down and you do what you need to do. But it's probably not that kind of thing every day in your normal life. And people don't go on Big Brother and be themselves and do very well. You really do have to take a role on Even Derek, even Derek was playing that undercover cop role, getting information and playing peace with everybody. And when somebody was in trouble, he was talking to them about, you know, what was going on and how to make them feel better, more comfortable. He was playing a role, too. So you've got to go in this house, and you've got to throw that integrity crap to the side. Now, what I will say is I do think that there are times that you find two to four people, uh, the Brigade being an example and Chilltown being another one, where two to four people can be a bonded alliance, and they can keep 100% loyalty within each other. And I think that you're going to lose one in that fight. You know, we've seen Will get lost in that fight with uh, Boogie in Season 7. We've seen Boogie got lost in that fight in Season 2. We've seen Memphis lose in that fight. Well, he got to the Final Two with the Renegades. But we saw Enzo and um, uh, McDonald lose in Season 12 out of that deal. So 
somebody, you know, you're not going to carry all, you know, all four to the Final Four usually. Uh, you know, there's a lot of credit for what alliances can do. I mean, hate the nerd herd or the friendship alliance all you want, but who was sitting in those final two seats? There wasn't anybody from the uh, sixth season, and there wasn't anybody from the Janelle crowd. It was two people from the friendship. So alliances do do a lot, and this integrity thing, to go back to it, it does, it does play a role in the alliance part of it. For instance, for instance if Shelley were to backdoor Clay uh, to get rid of him, then he has the right to say, you know what, your word was no good, we had an alliance. But this situation, uh, you know, with James making a deal on the wall and all that stuff, Clay needs to let that go. If you're going to dwell on that the rest of the time, you're, gonna, you're, you're just not going to play the right kind of game. Your head's going to be in the wrong place. You really have to take everything that happens in that house with a grain of salt, not personal, and you've got to be able to readjust. Now, I will say this about Clay, and I will say this about Shelley. For God's sakes, please quit trying to make deals together. Quit trying to make deals, both of you at the same time. You two need to stop going into the HOH room to make a deal. You two need to quit cornering people to ask them for a deal. It's now time for one of you to make the step forward and go talk. If you want to go talk to – why – you know, it's like this. Why are the two of them going to talk to James? Why? They haven't talked to James yet. They're supposed to go talk to him now that they've got to figure out whether or not he's going to use the POV one. But, yeah, you're going to go in there, both of you. You're both on the block. You're not both coming down. He's not going to be able to save both of you. And I know Clay's going to throw himself under the bus, and he's going to say, oh, you've got to save Shelly. Shelly's so worth saving. And all he's going to do is dig a bigger hole for her. You know, he's going to dig a bigger hole for her because everybody's going to say, well, why does Clay want to save her so bad? Why is he campaigning for her? Because he thinks she has the best shot, right? He knows that she's the better player. People don't forget that this girl's winning HOHs. People don't forget that. So, to me, you know, I get the integrity part of it, but this is not the place for it. It's not the place for charity where people who are poor and broke and homeless get to go on here and win $500,000. There would be no way in the world that you can make that a fair game. You cannot put homeless people and people that have debt and people that are struggling all in the same house and feel like it's fair. I mean, who deserves it more than the other? But it's not a charity, people. It's a game. It's a game about lying, cheating, and stealing. And, yes, there have been winners and there have been good players that didn't do those types of things, but they weren't great winners. I'm going to be honest with you. They really, really weren't. And a lot of them got what they got only because nobody liked the other person. And although that's a gameplay, let's be real. It's not it doesn't make you a great winner. Who would you rather have who would you rather see in a house, Jordan by herself or Will? You're gonna take Will every day. You're gonna take Dan every day. You're gonna take Derek every time. So let's be real about what this game's about. It's not about integrity and all that, Clay. It's about playing your game hundred percent and doing whatever you need to do to be at the end, at the finale. And you've got to do whatever you've got to do to convince that jury that you're the person that's worth the money. And that's what this game's about, period. That's what it's about, doing whatever you've got to do to win $500,000 and convincing people it was the right thing to do, period. There's nothing else to talk about with that. So when it comes down to integrity and whatnot, Clay, you're on the wrong show, my friend. You need to go play something called Integrity Brother that doesn't even exist, so don't even try out for it. But I just don't see it. I don't understand it. People take this stuff so personal. But like I said, Clay, Shelly, it's time for one of y'all to make a decision that you want to be in this game. And I don't think it's going to be Clay. 
I would really, really, I'm going to tell you, I know a lot of you guys want Shelly to go home. You know I want her to stay. But I would not be surprised if Shelly is willing to make a deal for Clay to go home. And I wouldn't be surprised if Shelly stays in because people need somebody to take the heat and they need somebody to win. They need to group up because what we have now is one alliance. We have one alliance now. If Shelly and Clay are on the block, once one of them goes home, it's over. There's one alliance, and that's James's alliance with Meg and with Jackie. The other side is going to have to make a move. That Vanessa side is going to have to make a move. If Shelly stays, she's going to have to make a move. I'll be damned if Shelly and, and Vanessa will work together. They may try to do it, but I don't see it going very far because there's just not any trust there now. So it's going to be interesting to see how this divides up. My, my prediction for this week, and you know we're going to do a show Thursday night as always, 1030 Eastern. But my prediction is all, uh, my prediction. Is going to be. I think Clay stay. Uh, Clay goes home. I think Shelley stays. I think uh, Vanessa wins HOH. Possibly Shelley wins HOH. But it's going to shift back the other way. I really believe that. Jackie maybe can pull one out, but I think Vanessa is going to feel like she's got too much heat. I feel like Vanessa is going to feel like she has too much heat. If Austin wins an HOH, Liz or Julia, Vanessa is ultimately safe. If Shelly stays, she's ultimately probably in a little bit of trouble, but I don't think they put her up because they they probably can work with her a little bit. It's going to be a really interesting week. But, again, I predict your normal HOH winners flip the house back next week, which is going to be great. It's going to make it interesting, you know. Maybe James goes up with Meg and James. My gosh, you know what would be great? Let's talk about this. James and Meg go up together. James wins the POV. They put up Steve and, and Meg goes home. Sorry, I think Meg is worthless. No, no offense to anyone that likes her and her face. She's got to show me more than what she's got. She's not going to win these, these competitions, I don't think. She does, she's, just, she's just riding wherever the power is. But she is a vote, and a vote does help. But I think you're going to see some votes go Shelly's way, but I think the majority are going to go Clay, and it's going to really shake the house up. And if that happens, we're sailing. Now, if Jackie wins an HOH, She's going to continue to she's, – she's actually after Austin and the Twins, I think. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens as it unfolds. Cannot wait for Thursday night. We'll see you guys, like I said, 10.30 p.m. Eastern. It's all, Thursday nights are always the most fun because everything just happened live. We have a good time talking about it. Please join us. I'll let you guys get out of here. I appreciate you listening. Uh, we're going to have a good time, like I said, Thursday night. I think we're going to have a – a real cool uh, HOH, and it's going to kind of flip things a little bit again. And, you know, hey, if you're with me, keep your fingers crossed. Let's hope that I'll uh, hope Clay goes home and Shelly stays for our entertainment value because at the end of the day, let's be real, that's what it's all about, our entertainment. We want a great winner, and we want to be entertained. If we can get drama and a great winner, whoo, you give me season 10, I get chill bumps. I get chill bumps, gooseys. I'm ready for it. Hey, folks, it's been a pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. We'll see you Thursday night, 10.30 p.m. You know I'll post it. Please join us. It's been a blast. Have a great week, y'all. Be safe. This is the Big Brother After Show with Sam.
Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.